And we are rolling for episode something of something something. something. Episode 13, actually, Bob. Wait, we're having an episode 13? That's unlucky. Let's just have episode no. 14. No. This is episode 13. The unlucky episode. Crawl out through the follow, follow baby. baby. When you hear that sound. What are we doing today, Scott? Today, we are going to look at Fallout. Um, what inspired Fallout. And Several inspirations, but we will be mostly looking at a boy. And his, and his dong. dong. Okay, anyways... So we're gonna look at Fallout, and we're gonna look at a boy, a boy and, and his, his dong. 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 You, you keep missing it. It's a dong, because <laughs> that's all that is thought about. All right, Albert, I've had enough of you. <laughs> okay, Albert. My name's Vic. <laughs> okay, Albert. Yeah. Why'd they have to cut her? I could have gotten two more uses out of her. Anyways, <laughs> do we want to look at the game or the movie first? Let's uh, let's go with we always do classically, and we'll open up with the movie. Okay, so... Run us down through a boy and his dog. A, a boy and his dong! Because <laughs> all the kid... And it's, it's nasty. He's hungry, and he's horny, and he wants to get laid. That's right. I watched, like, a few um, videos on YouTube, like talking about how this movie even came to be and it's crazy it's a graphic novel isn't it or is it a, is it a novel originally then they made the graphic yeah. novel after so it's two novels and then they made a graphic novel after a graphic novel after um i guess the guy with like a whole bunch of like really big hollywood people were really interested in the movie and he didn't want that he wanted it to be like super low budget he wanted it to be like kind of low-key it's it's fucking cool. Like the actual story about it. Like the guy was like, I do like that scene when the ghoul shows up and they never show it, even though it's clearly like a glowing one from Fallout. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, a <laughs> what do they call them? Screamers. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie, you, you could see it, but you never actually see it on camera because that would have been too cool. Well, you see the glow of it going. Oh! They explain that in what it, this thing that I watched on YouTube, and it's uh, they were like. Yeah, they didn't have enough money to actually put in the screamer, so all it was was a guy with a light, <laughs> with a light behind him, with like a ripped up towel, not towel, a ripped up towel, yeah, to, oh, to, to, to make it look like he was, yeah, yeah, it was, it's pretty crazy, but they like, but we all know it was a glowing one, basically yeah. from fall. That's what it it's, was. It, it was a, a, yeah, it was a glowing ghoul. Um, the other really cool thing was like they he took it to this guy, like one of the big producer executives, and he was like, "Okay, let's do this and let's do that." And he was all down. And then I guess the guy wanted to animate the dog's mouth for when he was talking, and the director was a notorious hothead and left because of this. He was like, "Fuck you, fuck your movie. You're not fucking animating the dog's voice." So he brought it to the guy, the people that did back it, and the first thing he asked him was, should we animate the dog's voice? And they said no, and that was how he picked the people to produce the film. I don't know, Albert, that's a strange story, and you still haven't given me a rundown. <laughs> I know, it's just, it was a lot of, like, I, I did quite a bit of research just on the movie, and I found it, like, super interesting the way, the way they went about it. So, okay, so post-apocalypse. Apocalyptic. It starts out in how World many, how War. How many days did World War Four last? What was it? Four days or seven days? 
Yes, and then World War Three lasted what three years? <laughs> three years, yeah. Uh, and he, they just launched all the nukes. Was pretty much what they said. Um, and people had went into these fallout shelters, <laughs> and then the rest of the people were left up above. So you're saying there's like some sort of raider groups and there's, different I, settlements. It sounds like and, it. There's uh, some settlements. And everything, everything, food they get was they're getting canned goods from before yep. the war. And then people can't speak or read very well. Yeah. So it starts out. What's the dog's name? Dog meat. <laughs> what is his name? Calls him blood. dog meat and blood. Blood. He uses dog meat as insult. As an insult, and blood is his real name. He still calls him dog meat. Yeah, he still calls him dog meat. And that's why, I guess, in every single Fallout, you can get a dog companion called dog meat. Uh, starts out... Shut up, Vic. Yeah, shut up, Vic. That's the main character's name. Or is it Albert? They, they keep calling each I know, Vic, day. Albert. Don't call me that. Now let's go over the presidents again. This dog is teaching him history about pre-war America. Yeah, it, it's really cool. Um... <laughs> it, it just it's mind baffling to see something made in 75 i think it was that was like like it it is inspired like a whole fucking genre of movie the post-apocalyptic movie was pretty much based off of this well that mad max there was a whole bunch in that yeah era. but mad max didn't come this was the first one i even researched I know, that i know i'm just telling you like so this was inspired Ooh. by mad max Another good one I just found out about today, yeah. as I was looking about, is Six String Samurai. If you're looking for something closer to New Vegas, Six String Samurai. Just any listeners who want to see something crazy, it was made in 98, and it's Six String Samurai. Okay, we'll have to check that one out. <laughs> uh, so, movie starts out, They he goes down into... he Does he see some people take a woman down into a... They get the dog. The dog... Oh, Blood or Albert has lost his ability to fight and hunt in exchange for his telepathic abilities. And he can sense women. He, he smells them. Or smells. He can smell them, yeah. So he's like, find me a woman. And he's like, I'm trying. Jeez. So uh, there's the ruins of an old building. And as he goes in there and finds the woman, she's dying. And everyone else is dead because the raiders have yeah, their way fucked them all them. up. And uh, he comes out. And like it's like the harshest things said in the whole movie and uh he comes out of this thing and he looks at he's talking to dog meat and he's like they didn't have to cut her he's like i could have gotten at least two more uses out of her and it is like it's crazy to think but that would be the mentality there well yeah like that shows that vic is your average person and that's all he cares about is these it's all it is is sex food and that's about it hungry and he's horny and he wants to get laid (laughs) but they also want to go to the green pastures over the mountain because, in theory, there's a non-aerated area with uh, with more like settlements and vegetation. And yeah, there's a better life beyond the mountain ranges. Their belief and this is the assumption they're operating under. So, so the other idea is is when the nuclear blast happened, like everything was covered in like sand, so all of the buildings are underground now. So after that, there's another girl is spotted. Um, at the movies. <laughs> no, before that. Oh, when she's getting run down with the raiders. Yeah, the raiders run her down and kill her right in front of him. And like, he thinks about the process of it. And he's like, oh, it's not even worth it to help these people. Like, there's no. 
There's no hope in this. There's no race humanity. Life. Yeah. So they they carry on him and uh, Blood to a little settlement. Well, first he steals food from the weird king. Does it, is that before or after? Because he, he does it before because he trades some of the food that he steals for access. Oh, he does too. I was going to say that was after, but you're right. So yeah, there's this guy and. So everybody wants to dig he's, and find... He's the blanket king, as I call it. Yeah, the blanket king. They're all trying he to... He has all of the blankets, and he's wearing them all. He, they're trying to find food by digging. And, then, and like, by digging, they f- uncover the houses under the sand, and they're able to go in and scavenge whatever. It's very similar to another game called Fallout. <laughs> There's a game called Fallout. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never never heard of it, but uh, I guess that's that's the thing on the interwebs. So he shoots one guy in the head, and it's so crazy. Like technically, he steals first, and then he shoots in self defense. Yeah, but like he's like laying. It was pretty funny. Like he's laying down in the dirt on a flat pad, and yeah, they, nobody they, they, they sees didn't him. Expect him to do anything. They're just like, ah, oh, there's some one raider. What's he gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so he he runs, he grabs some food, shoots a guy in the head. Pushes another kid in the hole. Pushes. He stop him. Yeah. He's like, give me that food. He's like, screw you. Pushes him in the hole. Fuck you, you little bastard. And the guy with the guitar in the ensuing case, he's a good, the blanket king has a guitar slave. He just runs off. Like, as soon as he gets the opportunity, <laughs> yeah. he's out of there. He's just like, ah. <laughs> just grabs his guitar and starts yeah. running across the wasteland. Yeah. And they're like, gonna keep shooting at him. And like, the blanket king's like. No, I let like him you. go. He deserves that. <laughs> that was like, daring. He's got more guts than all of you combined. <laughs> yeah, all of you combined. So they go to a little settlement. With a movie theater. Yeah, with a movie theater? That was random, eh? But, and popcorn. <laughs> you gotta have popcorn. Gotta Here's have popcorn, popcorn I'll for find a you woman. <laughs> it's pretty much just a porn, Chad. Yes. So, like, there's, like, 19 guys <laughs> with blankets all over them. No, there's no blankets because the Blanket King has the wall. Well. They got, they got a couple of, like, scraps. Cloths <laughs> over top of them. Very tiny cloths. Kind of look like tube socks. I don't know. And then... <laughs> yeah. Dog, dog meat picks up the scent of a female. He says, get me some popcorn. <laughs> Vic, get me some popcorn, and I will help you with this game. Pretty much. Uh, and he's like, damn it, dog, we, we don't got enough money for no popcorn, do we? <laughs> so he ends up trading some beets that he tells the person that is peaches. And it was really slick the way he did it because he knows that the guy can't read. And he's like, oh, no, those are peaches. And he's like, what, you can't read? Of course those are peaches. <laughs> Looks at the can. He's like, "Yeah, they're peaches, all right." And it says beets on. Them. <laughs> like I get, I don't, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of letters there to learn, but somehow that's not happened. Okay, all fairness, I hand you a can written in Japanese, and I ask you, "What's in this can?" Can you tell me? I would totally try to. <laughs> I'm just saying that's like the thing. That you, is you, you true. You can't understand the illiteracy because you're literate. But could you imagine just looking at symbols you had no idea what they were and be like, oh yeah, it's peaches. But if you've, if he knows what peaches are and he's had canned peaches before, he, he could have been like... Just like, he could have like had an old can of peaches to try to match the symbols. <laughs> exactly. These wastelanders aren't that smart. I know. Scott. I know. I like to try to make them smart though. 
He's like, wait a second, these are beats! I have this can of beats here that matches these symbols. What are you trying to pull? What are you trying to pull there, Vic? Uh, my name is Albert. Oh, there was a guy named Vic here just before. <laughs> See, that's the level of their intelligence. Yeah, that is true. So after they go to the movie theater and, like, jerk off... <laughs> Because literally, that's all this guy wants to do is fucking play with his dick. Or put his dick in something. Or talk to his talking dog. <laughs> about putting his dick in something. Or to, or the president. He, he was forced to learn about the yeah, president. Yeah, he does learn. Uh, they go and he waits for the female. Because, you know, like Vic, or Dogmeat's told him that there's a female in the theater. And he knows that. So he waits it out. And they end up in a gym, a subterranean gym. Yeah, an underworld. Well, it's a high school. It, but, yeah, it's an old high school. But it is the gym in the high school. So they, he goes down there and he like watches her get undressed and stuff. And at one moment, I swear he puts his hand down his pants. Probably, as as uh, Blood would say. You're not a very nice boy, Albert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but they need each other, so you know that's where they stick together. That's right. Hey. So, anyways, he then tries to rape her. But in all fairness, he said, "You're thankful it's me and not those other guys because they do your worst." Yeah, he's like, "I'll punch you right in the mouth," <laughs> and she's like, "Uh." Okay. So then there's more raiders, and the raiders also have a dog. Everybody's got a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and dog meat's like, they've got a bitch with them, Albert. <laughs> so anyways, song and dance happens, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> we must have watched different cuts. Mine was this uh, ultra-violent fight with yeah. dogs fighting each other. Yeah, they have an ultra-violent fight, dogs fighting. Dogmeat fucks up that other dog. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Albert fucks him up with the butt end of a gun. I know. I'm saying he, he like, this has... Dogmeat actually gets horribly beaten is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That, which was actually a really cool part because I was not expecting, like, a straight-up dog fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she bit me, Albert. <laughs> I, I don't... I lost consciousness after she started beating me with her paws, but I'm pretty sure I won <laughs> Did she have a flensing rod, Albert? <laughs> I'm caught on my backside quite badly. So anyways... Give me something to eat, Albert. Albert, I feel like steak and potato chips. <laughs> Give me some more popcorn. So anyways, they managed to kill them all. Like, it's too... Well, they don't kill them all. He gives us the brilliant theory of imitating oh, a yeah. screamer. Yeah, the, <laughs> the glowing ghoul. Yeah, and do, we, do we know that they all glow, or is that just one particular I, Screamer? Scre- I, yeah, I, I don't know. Even, even though Screamer came first, I'm holding my air quotations because I'm thinking ghoul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they take off running. They hide. In, in a tiny little... So when someone built a little hidey hole. Yeah, like a this. hidey hole. So they hide in there. Because like, I don't know if they actually say it, but dog meat can like sense what's if there's like a... A hidden area or something, right? I mean, he's good at finding things. Yeah. So they go in there. And then the girl's like... Let's have sex. <laughs> we do it like a hundred times. And then she's, and like, she's like, her dog doesn't like me very much. He's like, oh no, he likes it fine. He's, he's like, the <laughs> best dog. He loves you. And he's like, get this bitch out of here. <laughs> Albert, this bitch is going to fuck up our plans. 
Yeah. I don't know, Davey. And he, you. <laughs> he's just pumped because he's pumping something. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Albert, or Dogmeat goes out to search if there's any more Screamers. Comes back. No, close is clear. He steps out to talk with Dogmeat. Dog and then he comes back in, and she and hits she, him on the head with a flashlight. With a flensing rod. <laughs> if it was a flensing rod, he'd be a lot more messed up. <laughs> yeah. So hits him with a mag light. He's out. And then uh, he comes to, and he, he she left the access card. She left a card there because... Did they even explain that she's from the underground? Well, it's alluded to because at the start of the movie when he's running away from the raiders, you get them standing there in their old-fashioned clothes watching him run away. And they're like, that's our man. We want that guy. Oh. Oh, that makes so much more sense now. See, she was a trap the whole time. It's a trap. E- even though he was like, I'm going to get So Admiral that. Akbar showed up. Admiral Akbar showed up and he's like, mm, I want me that little boy. <laughs> I want him in, there in that vault nice and deep like. <laughs> I'm going to make a trap. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he finds the entrance to the vault and Dogmeat's like, don't go in there. Albert. It's not worth it. Albert, you're fucking everything up. <laughs> Basically, he's like, we have a plan, and we're going to stick to it. And quit thinking with your dick. And yeah. Nick's like, shut up, dog meat. And he's like, pops a boner. He's like, woo, 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 like, I'll be ready for you. They'll know you're coming. You'll never make it back out. So so then he, like, descends the stairs into the fallout shelter, which was a really cool thing that I learned while watching this vid- other video on YouTube. You can also find A Boy and His Dog on YouTube. It, there's like 12 copies of it. I know, like, nobody, nobody cares Nobody cares, for... no. I was going to buy it on Amazon, but we are like, nobody cares! No, so... <laughs> but I guess that part, they they had like an hour to do that whole scene. Like him going down into the trenches and all that shit. Because I can't remember what movie it was... It was like a, a Bond movie or something that they they actually went on this they set of. appropriated the set of the Bond yeah, movie. Yeah, because they had an hour and they needed the shot for him climbing down into the thing. So it's an hour of a Bond movie almost, him climbing it's down. Like in the background, James Bond is walking around and like Vic grabs the camera and just points it towards him. <laughs> it's Sean Connery. He's like, fuck that bitch. She didn't blow me. Vic's <laughs> like, over here, ignore James Bond. <laughs> That's right, somebody get me a goddamn martini. <laughs> I don't know, I want it fucking not... I want it shaken. Fuck James Bond. Fuckers. Dead. Suck it, Trebek. Why are you still here? Dead. <laughs> so anyways, they go down into the fallout shelter. And it is fucking crazy down there. How crazy? Like, everybody's wearing white makeup and... Yeah. How, what about I, when he says, all right, who's first? And the one lady goes, ha, 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 ha. Oh. See, if I was him, that would have been like the warning bells to get them out of there. Yeah, like right away. I've been like, <laughs> well, you know. You guys have clearly gone insane since being down here because you're clearly dressed in 50 style. I'm, I'm leaving by. Yeah. The, the 50s were over like 100 years ago. So anyways, they... Do they... Just grab him. That weird robot guy grabs him, I think, and then takes him and to the milking machine. No, before that, they bath him, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they get get him dressed up. They yeah, they dress him up in like farmer Dan outfit with no makeup. With a guy a desk dressed identical behind him is another farmer Dan. <laughs> and then they go to the courthouse for the marriage first. 
No, no, they go to a courthouse first, and then it's like it sh- it it comes like the the mayors or like there's three people. The three people that were standing up top. Right? Yeah, the three people are like the controllers of the of the shelter. The overseers. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, what do these guys do? And it's blah blah blah. And they're like, okay, well, I guess send them to the farm. And the farm is like, okay, we're just gonna shoot you. Or, like, fucking Randy, the fucking robot's gonna choke the shit out of you. <laughs> Pretty much. And so the girl that Vic fucks is trying to become part of the members. And by doing what she did to Vic, that was her way into it. So he gets, to, and then she keeps on asking. She's like, so can I be part of it? Can I be part of it? They're like, well, I don't know. And then they're like, well,. Vic, you got it pretty good here, you know? Guess what? We're going to make you a sperm donor. And he is fucking ecstatic. Right? And then the milking machine. <laughs> he, look, he, he looks at the, the old lady in the group and he's like, I want to start with you right now. Come that's, on. That's, that's when she does the crazy laugh. Yeah, that's when she does the crazy laugh. Then they hook him up to a milking machine. And he looks like he's in so much pain. And they like, they like show the milk going through the tube and stuff. It's pretty gross. <laughs> there's like, there's like a lineup of brides and like the guy's got a turkey baster. He's like, you're done and you're married. <laughs> so, I'll let you keep going. I've I've talked quite a bit now. I'm gonna go with the just skipping all the nonsense when they make their escape. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck. So they try and escape. He hits some people with a a rod. Oh, by the way, there's a part like just before this where he's in the milking machine. The girl walks in to get married. The what is her name even? Carol. Whatever. We'll call her Carol. I thought she was quite a tasty dish. <laughs> yeah, that we'll get to too. I want to do that part. <laughs> so she walks in with this bouquet of flowers and hits the guy like very lightly well i think i'm pretty sure there was a mag light hidden in the floor okay that may be the truth but it was like the softest touch like it would make a butterfly be like ooh, kills the guy it's or knocks him out at least I, uh, did they ever made that clear i don't know and then they get away he finds a gun his gun then they have their like meeting and she's like come on albert kill him Kill him! And she's talking about the overseers because she doesn't get her fucking overseer job. This is like... <laughs> what was that? Was it called Falling Down where the guy like gets laid off from work and he just goes and kills a bunch of people? <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. She's just like, I'm going to kill them all! So you're, and, say, you're saying that she's using Vic and his natural bloodthirstiness to her own ends. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And his dick. Yeah. <laughs> her maglite. Her... her <laughs> Yeah, her wonder wand. <laughs> so anyhow, they uh, they get out of the vault. Well, Randy the robot chases him, <laughs> chokes out a couple people. Yeah, and then then they finally get out. And as they get out, he finds dog meat and blood. He's been horribly injured, and he's like, he's like, I, have you had anything to eat? He's like, I had a lizard, or was that a couple days ago? I can't remember. Albert. Albert. He's like. 
Then he, he's pointing out, he's like, we need, we need to get dog meat, some food, some food, or you won't make it. And, and the girl like, keeps saying, like, no, we have to leave him. him. We have to leave him. And then he looks at her, looks at the dog, looks at her, looks at the dog. And then there's a fire. And then hard cut to uh, dog meat and Vic. It's like, dog meat's okay now. And he's like, you know, I feel so kind of bad about doing that. Dude. No, no. <laughs> first, first, dog meat's like. Do you want any more, Vic? It's no, no, really we'll, good. We'll, we'll have to cook the rest up later. <laughs> when yeah. I'm a little peckish. Yeah. And there's the joke of, I feel kind of bad, like, what I did. It's like, it's like well, you know, Albert. She's like, you know, she should have known what she was getting involved with, getting all wet-eyed <laughs> and star-eyed about a guy like me. And Dogmeat's like, well, you know, Albert, she may not have had good judgment, but she had quite impeccable taste. And then they both start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> It is a, that's another dark moment. Like, dark moment, bam, ready to start, dark moment, right off the end. In all fairness, she was just basically using Vic. Yeah, true, but he was using her for one thing, too. I know, but, like, none of these people, like, this is the whole wasteland mentality is that nothing is good. The only positive bond, and it's not really even that all positive, is between Vic and Blood or Albert and Dogmeat, however you want to look to, at it. To get pussy. Well, they're... And that's his, he wants to get pussy, and dog meat just wants to get the hell out of this hellhole. He just hole. wants food and stuff. He wants to, to go over the... the mountain to get the hell out of here. And yeah. dog dog meat, dog meat's not you know he is morally ambiguous, but he is teaching Vic about the past, so I he would, may remember it. I wish they would have alluded more to how dog meat gets his telekinetic powers. Yeah, like and how he has all this knowledge knowledge retained. I. Th- think they hint on something about minds being passed but they it's very not fleshed out yeah in the movie. yeah so i would have liked that a bit more i quite enjoyed the movie so did i like this is my kind of movie i love post-apocalyptic pretty much everything i have a gigantic tattoo of a zombie on my leg like i <laughs> yeah i know zombie I thought that was a picture of insert celebrity's name. (laughs) (laughs) There is no celebrities in this movie. (laughs) I think one guy was Nash Bridges for a little while. (laughs) And then he wasn't. (laughs) And now he does nothing. So another, like, I gotta, I'm gonna put a link to the YouTube video that I watched in the comments because it's really cool. So after they were done making this movie, they had planned on making a second one. Where Vic gets killed and a woman takes, uh, dog meat goes with a woman. And they realized nobody wanted to see that movie. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, I still would have watched that. But this, without this movie, like so many movies would never have happened. And possibly some game series may have been very different. Well, yeah, like the creators of Fallout have like went on record to say like this is like, I, we tried to take this right from this movie so uh all in all like i i've i've played fallout for a bit i know other people that were bigger fans into it back in the day but yeah so uh i was sitting there we were talking about things at work and then my buddy turns to me and he says you ever seen a boy and his dog and i was like huh then he, he showed me the trailer for a boy and his dog and it's like that's that's this is clearly the inspiration for Fallout, at least one of them. There's even a moment where they have, like, the radio music when they're eating the popcorn before they act, or in the movie theater before they actually get in there. And it's like, 
a Raider radio station, <laughs> which I thought was pretty neat. This game hits, or sorry, this movie hits on a bunch of things that was right up my alley. The only thing that, like, I started watching this not realizing how graphic the nudity was. It's very tame considering. Considering, stuff today. but if you're watching it with a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, see that's his, his first mistake in reviewing this movie was having children. He <laughs> <laughs> should have been like me and Zeus, or AKA Vic and Blood, Vic and Blood. a boy and a dog. Yeah, <laughs> not his dog, but a dog, a dog. So, yeah, no, this this movie was good. I I, I had fun with it. How many ghosts would you give it? I'm gonna give it four ghosts. I'd probably give it a four too. It, it's got its issues, but considering the time and the enjoyment, if you're watching a movie from '75, I watch way older movies. I'm I'm not I'm not hipster wearing the hipster glasses, except yeah. I'm not because I actually do enjoy it. <laughs> but like like I'm saying, like if you're watching a movie from '75 and it doesn't have some bullshit to it, well, like compared to some of the movies, oh, a lot of the movies now actually like. I would watch this movie ten times in a row before I watched the last Transformer movie because I watched that on an airplane and like the first three Transformers, yeah, I could watch. This latest one, it was a big pile of nonsense that I could not watch. It ignores continuity with the previous movies, which is just absurd to me. Like the whole thing is a bloody mess, but like remember, remember in the movie before when like Megatron was Galvatron and he was yeah. like a bunch of floating blocks. Yeah, they just ignore that now. They're just like. They, they well, wrote themselves in a corner and they just like, screw it, that never happened. Ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just restart. Let's reboot the franchise that was booted over or made the first time like three years ago. And it's and now they got stupid. a Bumblebee movie coming out, right? I hope not. Well, it'll never end. It'll never end. <laughs> That's right, Michael Bay. We're going to come and kill you. I like, so, I like a bunch of Michael Bay's movies. I didn't mind the Ninja Turtle one, even though he's the only producer. Yeah, but... He should stop making Transformer movies. I would argue that his Transformer movies aren't the worst thing ever. But like <laughs> Not the, the worst thing but ever. But the latest movie is the worst thing ever. <laughs> like the first Transformer, the first couple, I didn't mind them. It's the just, first one I really enjoyed. It's just like the new ones are so like I don't know what they're doing. It's like that whole movie makes no sense plot wise. Like I was watching that movie, I didn't even skip ahead, but I was like, I don't there's no logical consistency to this movie. It's no. just a bunch of stuff happening. <laughs> so yeah, I would take a boy and his dog over tra- any Transformer movie. Like like you said, I watched that ten times before. <laughs> it's I guess it'd be kind of like I don't know. It's it's a I think it should be a classic movie. I think everybody should be watching this at least once to see it. Yeah, well, like, Fallout fans will get a big kick out of it. Oh, they'll if you love this have movie. Played Fallout or whatever to do with fallout check it out if you like mad max check it out if you like that post-apocalypse i like that you mentioned mad max because later on we're going to be talking a little bit about mad max okay and we're talking about like history lore building and whatnot i'm down with that (laughs) so yeah i give this a four check it out it's free to watch on youtube i will also give it a four out of four ghosts even though it's four four? to five (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's free entertainment. Honestly, you That's have... like 8 out of 10 ghosts. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. Are we doing 10 ghosts? Well, me and you together. Yes. If, that... if we're not going to average it out and we add it together this time... I guess it's an 8, yes. An 8 out of 10. So, yeah. Well worth the watch. So, moving on. 
All right. And upwards. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about, first things first, we'll talk about the newest Fallout game that we played, because we didn't play Shelter, because screw iPhone. Hey, I have played Fallout Shelter, though. Fine, we'll talk about Shelter quick. <sighs> Scotty, what do you think about Fallout Shelter? It was fun. Okay. What do you think about the deep gameplay experience? It wasn't fun. There was no deep gameplay experience. It's a mobile game with no, <laughs> like, it's so stupid. <laughs> It, it's a time killer. It's it killed his time. Now he now he looks wait, like he's fifty. Wait a second. Would you rather play Fallout Shelter, PUBG? Fallout Shelter. <laughs> ding ding ding. Wait. Depends. If I if they give me like several hundred thousand dollars to play PUBG, and then I'd, I'd think about it. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Fallout Four. Fallout um, Four. Scotty, why don't you give us the rundown of Fallout 4? And, and then and then he had children, and then he regretted having children. But his children were too young to understand that regret. So she just started bouncing up and down. Lexi. Bouncing up and down like an ADHD child. Go upstairs. No. Go upstairs. Unable to One. respond to specific demands. Two. I'm so glad we didn't do this to my house where there's no children in our close set. Otherwise, I would have brought her to your house. So. I know, we would have had the same problem, only yes. worse, because she would have been eating Tide Pods. Uh, anyways. We should talk about that at the end, just the insanity of youth and the internet. Yeah. Just to round things out. Okay. Also, I have some shout-outs I gotta give at the end this time, too. Okay. It's quite terrible. Well, that's fine. Okay. Let's do Fallout 4. Okay, so we're gonna talk about Fallout 4. So... I have beaten the game. I played through Far Harbor, the um, what's the robot one? There's Automaton. Automaton. I played a little bit of Nuka Cola. I didn't beat it yet. Uh, I tried the radar raider cage fighting, and I also Vault Tech Workshop. The Vault Tech Workshop. So I've tried. I played most like pretty much everything to do with Fallout Four. But uh, that's the thing, is that it's a game where you can play many different things, many different styles on different playthroughs. So me and yours, even though we've totally played the different. game totally differently, so we've experienced the game quite differently. Yeah, exactly. So my first playthrough, so I didn't know that... Also, there's spoilers for the end of the game. If you We'll just do spoilers this whole section. This is spoilers for Fallout 4. If yeah. you have not played this game that was released like five years ago... Get your fucking head on. Come on, guys. All right. I'll run the quick synopsis okay, really you quickly. The synopsis. You play the sole survivor who was alive before the Great War, who got into a vault which cryogenically froze him, his wife, and his infant child. His infant child was kidnapped, his wife was killed, and he is released into the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Or Taxitutions, however you want to call it. He later finds four different factions vying for control of the Commonwealth. The okay. Minutemen, the Railroad, the Institute, and the Incoming Brotherhood. That is the rundown, basic rundown of the game. From that point, you're free to choose what factions you want to join with, who you want to help, how things go down. Nuka World changes things a bit, and so does Far Harbor. Yeah. But this this is your basic rundown of the plot of the game. There are four vying factions for control of the future of the Fallen of the Commonwealth. Yes. And you're just a guy who came out of a vault, you're, and you're like, what the is going on? And you're trying to find your son. And avenge your wife. Or avenge. husband. Yeah. One or the other. It's fucking crazy. Like, so I'm going to go through how I did it. 
Um, so I started out, you, you come right out of the vault, whatever, you go to your house, you get uh, Codsworth. Codsworth. You don't actually get him, you just meet him. Yeah, you meet him. And, well, you actually, first thing you do is you meet dog meat. No, you, you no? it depends how you go. You could not, you could actually skip that whole thing, but if you follow the scripted events and hints, you meet Codsworth. Codsworth sends you towards oh, the town, and along yes. the way you find Dogmeat at Red Rocket. Then you find all of the survivors from the Minutemen being Minutemen. attacked yeah. by raiders. Then so, you have to help them. Or, or not, you could kill them. So at the very start, you walk across the bridge going towards the Red Rocket Diner. Gas station, or gas diner, station. whatever you want to call it. There is a dead guy there. Yes. Do you think that's Dogmeat's owner? The guy wearing the raider gear? Yeah. The raider leathers? Do you think that was Dogmeat's original owner? It could have been one of Dogmeat's owners, but if you listen to all the groups, if you bring Dogmeat with you, Dogmeat has been helping them from before Concord, so he's probably had quite a few owners before okay, that point. Okay, but yeah, no, that was just... When I walked across <laughs> there and I, and I found that guy, I thought to myself, I was like, that must be... And then, like, you meet Dogmeat right after. I was like, I think that's Dogmeat's owner. Could be one of his. Uh, anyways, so yeah, you go from there to do the Minute... I'm just going to go through how I did it. So I went from there. I went to the Minutemen. Did did their little spiel there. At Concord. Yeah, got... You only go ever go there once. I only ever went there once. I never went back to it. Yeah. Back to the little town there. I only ever went there for that one part. Did you get your power armor? Yes, I got the power armor. <laughs> killed the death claw. Then I went to Diamond City. Did that. Met the brother. I, so on my way to Diamond City, I met the Brotherhood of Steel. Joined them. Became part of the Brotherhood of Steel. So you met Dance? He was like dancing the whole time. Why do they call him Dance if he never dances? Shut up, Sin Scott. <laughs> 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 I guess that's where the synths come from too. Like, considering, like, Bobby the robot or whatever, and the a boy and his dog is a synth, well, pretty that, much. That, there's a lot of stuff leading up to the synths. A lot of science fiction, yeah. Blade Runner, blah 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 blah. <laughs> so from there, I went to Diamond City. Did that shit. Jeez, I can't even. I okay. I'll just go with what happened. So I ended up getting. All of the factions at the end, being part of all of the factions, getting all of the playable and or playable followers, blew up the head of the what the hell they call the institute, but still had all of the other factions good with with me. So I played it like I got all three of the or the three factions that mattered. And didn't ha- and still had like all the progression systems of all of them, and like there's a lot of people you can get. You have? Did you get all of their perks? Did you get max affection with everybody? Did you get mass affection with eighty eight before you blew him up? <laughs> eighty eight. Oh, that's the yeah. No, I don't think I did. I shot him in the face. I was like, "Bang!" <laughs> you shoot everybody in the face. I watched Bob play for Bro- like. Okay, whoa, he's whoa, talking whoa. about my whoa, brotherhood whoa, assassin whoa. character. He walks into Nuka World. The guy's like, "Hey, I think you could make." Bang! <laughs> Shoots him in the face. Dead. He's getting. He's one of your followers that you can have follow you. I was just like, "Well, that's how that cookie crumbled." I guess. Yeah. So like, 
I, I'm just going to jump in just for a second. I'll just explain the ending first quick. All so right. you you kill a guy named Kellogg. You get... Is, is he is he like a tiger? Does he say, you killed me? That's great! great. Here's another pack of cigarettes, Tony. Smoke up! <laughs> he kills Kellogg. He finds out that his son, Sean, was taken to the, by the Institute. Uh, he gets to the Institute. Finds out his son is actually older than he is yeah. now. Meets a guy named Father, who turns out to be his son. So his son is Father. <laughs> and they want to take over the world. They want to redefine humanity. Yeah, by they making They want to have a slave race a of sins. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then I blew it up and fucked those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how that goes. Okay. Hijack your part now. My uh, first two playthroughs were similar. My first original playthrough, I allied with the Railroad and the uh, Minutemen only. Oh, okay. My second playthrough, I did the same thing. I did all three. I got yeah. all three fractions happy with me. Took out the Institute. I've never actually sided with the Institute, but uh, my most recent playthrough, I had one character I was going to do as ra- just as a raider, like yeah. just go right to Nuka Cola and go that way all the way through being <laughs> a raider, an insane raider. But uh, I chose on my, like say my most recent playthrough I've been yeah. playing through to be a Brotherhood assassin. Mostly my mother character, I help everyone. I'm just a nice yeah. guy helping out. I'm the general of the Minutemen. Member yep. of the Brotherhood, Same. Savior of the Railroad, all three, everybody's happy with you. Brotherhood Assassin, anyone who presents an iota of a threat to the Brotherhood, I kill instantly. Like I said, my regular character walks into Nuka World, I'm just like, I'm not killing the Raiders, I'm not doing this, I'm trying to keep a balance of everybody helping each other, avoiding the conflict. For my Brotherhood Assassin character... I walked in and I shot Porter Gage in the face and killed him instantly because on this playthrough, I have a uh, double shot, six crank, laser and musket. It's awesome. I kill everybody I see. It's like, Brotherhood Assassin, bang! Bleh. He's like winding <laughs> it up for like, like three on, minutes. Hold on. One second. Don't move. Everybody stay still. I'm almost there. Almost there. <laughs> Boom. But yeah, like, so uh, I've got my super ultra. Sentinel armor that I wear most of the time. So anyhow, like I say, Fallout is a story about different choices in surviving post-apocalyptic Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Or Taxitutions, depending how you roll. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a fucking blast playing this. Like, the- oh, I, I, of all the Fallout games I play, four is still my favorite. Yeah, like I know a lot of people are like, four is garbage. I know because and- they, they simplify everything. Yeah. And it's somewhat hypocritical of me because I play 40K, right? Yeah. And 8th edition simplified everything and made it stupid. And now new players are like, oh my god, this is so great. And, and you're like, this is fucking stupid. Yes. And so I, I agree with them that the simplification is a bad idea. And yeah. It's stupid. But as far as gameplay and story, I do enjoy 4 just because it's got a couple of. like. The character interactions are better in four because they're actually—it's not just script. How many, <laughs> how many characters can you get from the other one? Like uh, followable characters. Yeah, in three. How many are there in three? Well, there's a, there's still a bunch, but they go by the karma system. So. You, oh really? You can't if you're under or if you're not at the right karma level, you can't recruit them. That's the problem. Oh okay. And then that makes. And in, like, it's not just, 
like I said, they simplified everything. Your gear doesn't degrade anymore. Commands are easier. It's easier to fix things. Which is you? The gear used to degrade. Yeah, like so your, we- your weapons and your armor degrade in Fallout Three and New Vegas. See, I haven't played. And if if you go into uh, your assisted aiming, your Vault Tech assisted aiming in Three and Nuclear World, it yeah. degrades your weapons faster. So even though it's easier in combat, it destroys your ammo and equipment quicker. Oh, so it's a trade-off. Yeah, so it's it's actually. It's. It makes it a dilemma whether you use a rifle or not. You know, whether you, you whether you would use your. A auto assist from your pit boy to. Yeah. Target. <laughs> okay. So, going through the companions, I just want to see who all you had. So there's Preston, Gravy. Garvey. Or Garvey. I have another request for you for another settlement. I have another request oh for you for God, another it never settlement. Fucking I have another request for you for another settlement. Drives me nuts. There, so there's Preston Gravy. Garvey. Garvey. I'm going to call him Gravy. There's Gravy. <laughs> there's another assignment for Gravy for you. We need yeah. the Turkey Gravy. Then there's Codsworth, who you meet at the very start of the game. My Codsworth, ever since they released it, Automatron, my Codsworth is always a maxed out Super Sentinel. That's awesome. Like, Codsworth will be walking around talking to his British actor. Like, he just opens fire. I got missile launchers on his shoulders. <laughs> I got laser gallon guns. He's got max storage. And he's just come there. He's like, ah, would you like some tea? People are getting blown the hell out. Like, everyone's getting destroyed. And Codsworth's just like, ah, ah. And then he turns. He's like, very good, sir. So, after Codsworth, we've got Piper, who is the reporter in Diamond City you meet. She is always my lover, even if I'm a woman character. I like it. (laughs) I like the newspaper lady. I'm like, take off your paper boy hat, little girl. Take it off. (laughs) Nick Valentine, who's one of my favorites. Nick Valentine is the best character because he's from your era, technically. Yeah, like, I I love the fact that he can, like, his perk. Give you an extra try and more time. And he also, and if you can't do that, you, he can unlock everything except for Master, I believe, on computer systems. I, I, always, I always take the intelligence perks, so I yeah. always get that. Then there's Curry. Uh, she's a modified Mr. Handy. Um, or a from, sexy, sexy synth. From Vault 81. Can you make her a synth? I uh, I hate you for the way you play this game. You just hunt for achievements and you never try anything else. I am else. a dirty achievement hunter. Scott's like, I have 100% completion. And I keep telling him about things in this game. And he's like, what? <laughs> you can't do that. And I'm like, yes, you can. He's like, I have 100% completion. I have beaten Fallout 4. <laughs> okay, my... Then it comes up. Okay, my... But anyway, so you can make her an actual... And put her into a body? Yes, that's a whole mission. How did I miss this mission? Because you hunt for achievements, and that's all you do. Oh, okay. Oh, well. <laughs> and then after that, there's Deacon, who is one of my favorites. He is so fucking random, and I believe he's the only person that does it. He'll just be like... He'll rip off his clothes for no reason and yeah, put on new he'll clothes. Be like walking around in underwear. You're like, who the fuck? And you're like, oh, it's Deacon. You know what's really weird? It's like, I've had points where Deacon was dressed up exactly like... Um... What's his name? He's your mechanic for the Minutemen. Oh, really? Like they were dressed um, up identical because he's got the hair. That yeah, looks yeah, like he it. does, doesn't and he? He was wearing the exact same go- welding goggles on his chest, exact same overalls. And That's I was awesome. Looking at Deegan and looking at him, and I was like, "Is he like doing this on purpose?" 
yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like he, there's something with that. I don't know. Uh, McCready, who is a mercenary and former gunner, now living in Good Neighbor. McCready, McCready, is he a character from Fallout Three? Yes, and you can bang him. <laughs> You're telling me you you can kill McCready. <laughs> yes, bang, 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 bang. How was that? Oh, it was a little rough at first, but I but liked it the better. next. Time. Got better. There's dog meat, of course. There's a character called Dog Meat. I don't know, Albert. <laughs> Then there's a super mutant who I thought was really fun too, strong. He's always looking for milk. He's looking for, for Vic. The milk. He's looking of, for the milk of humans. Of humans. <laughs> he'd walk down to the underground vault, he'd be like, mmm, milk. He's like, could you guys just hook up a tube straight into my mouth? I like the milk of human kindness. I love all of you. <laughs> I think that guy in Japan gave him a bukkake, that mutant would be so happy. Like, I love Japan. <laughs> You're not even talking like a super mutant anymore. I know, it's so amazing here. <laughs> it's a, I, I, that whole, Strong has never been my favorite character. I usually just put armor on him and leave it a settlement so he'll defend it. <laughs> yeah, he's good for that too. Then there's Paladin Dance. I love Dance. Steel. I'm kind of meh to him. Uh, there's Kate, who Kate. is a drug addicted... I've done her mission on my first run through, but yep. I didn't bother to go to ninety five with her on any secret yep. playthrough. I thought she was pretty fun. She's kind of like a hooker. <laughs> she's Irish. She's Irish, <laughs> and she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you think, Karate. Uh, there's Hancock, who's a ghoul. He's also from Good Neighbor. Or is he from Diamond City? Well, they yeah they go through that too, <laughs> which is is weird. Uh, there's X6-88. I hate him. Who's, I do too. Just bam! It's like, I don't care about energy refractor. You're going down! I fucking hate fighting him too. Because he just goes invisible. I have experienced dealing with courses. Okay, like my first playthrough, we're going to get back a little bit. My okay. first couple playthroughs fighting Kellogg were, they were a little difficult, right? Because he would just go invisible like a courser. Yeah. When I played through as my brotherhood assassin, I didn't even let him finish talking. As soon as, the, it's like... When you go through the options things, there's like yep. that option says prepare to die. Yeah, that's what I, I said. That one, I went to auto target immediately and I blew his head off and it disintegrated his whole body. Like <laughs> the fighting, he didn't even teleport to the synth or anything extra. It's like, bam, you're dead instantly. Mick, oh, Nick Valentine, awesome. even though he wasn't scripted, he was like, oh my God, <laughs> like you are a, like, what's wrong with you? He's like, hey, and, Vic. And, 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 he calls you Vic too, doesn't he? Well, he calls you lots of things. I just <laughs> realized he, that now. He, 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 I turned around and looked at him, and he's like, I know I'm a synth, and you're with the Brotherhood, but you know, we're, we're cool, right? We're, we're, we're cool? Are, are you sure? I'll, I'll open up the safe for you. Like, just that, like, I had never had that much ease with killing people before, like, any any he's boss character. Gun. He's like, well, my, my gun was pre-cranked. Like, she's my female Brotherhood assassin. Killing oh Cor- yeah, you, you went with a woman this time, right? Just because, because yeah. I wanted just to see, just because you got the other perks, you got man killer instead of lady killer, yeah, a couple yeah. other differences, but uh, yeah, like, coursers aren't even a problem for me, same thing, just like killing, you just kill him, one shot. One shot, dead. I love that, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, Kellogg's like supposed to be this big boss, it's like, you killed my husband and took my son, dead. <laughs> I love the fact that this is 
So, like, we... as you've And seen... our, our play style... Like, the thing I love about this game that we're going to keep talking about, strangely enough, is the fact that we play this game totally differently. Yeah. It, we, like, get, we get totally different experiences in this game. It, people, That's why people love it. similar experiences <laughs> in other ways. Yes. Like, like I'm... I'll be the first to admit, I achievement hoard the shit out of this game. <laughs> I went, I collected all the bobbleheads, got all of the uh, people, the companions, like just randomly. I, yeah. <laughs> so, but before I even did that, I went through the whole game, blind playthrough, and that's what, that was my experience. Like I, I literally got all of the factions on my side, blew up the Institute, and then I was like, I'm going to achievement for this because I've already done the game. And then I went back and I redid a bunch of missions and so on and so forth. But yeah, this, I, I love that there's random encounters with different, um, like your, so you can get the armor and stuff. What are they? Feral? No. Feral. Raider gear. No, like your, your, oh, legendaries. Legendary armor. It's just random encounters. Like, I, I, I... Like, most of the time, when I play through my regular, like, I'm the general, I try to get combat armor with different... Because I like to wear combat armor over my Minutemen gear. Like, yeah. since, since I'm out with the railroad, I can get Ballistic Weave on my Minutemen gear, which puts, like, my base stats to 100. And oh, then I wow. put stuff on my armor, like... like You're like, like a wrecking machine. And that's just, like... He came in like a wrecking ball. I, I wear that armor, and <laughs> I don't even wear power armor when I'm general the Minutemen, because... You don't need to. Exactly. It's actually worse sometimes than not wearing my just regular armor. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, so I just, like, finishing Far Harbor, I got the the good armor. The... The good power armor there. There's a couple. Did you get the, uh, the fancy cola power armor? <laughs> Is this what we're talking about? The Vim. I got the Vim, Vim. hour power armor. Or not power armor. What's the other stuff? Oh, you were the recon. <clears throat> the recon gear. Marine yeah. armor. Yeah. That stuff's really good, too. It is it is really good, but I don't... Even though it's better armor than my regular armor, I never wear it. No? Ah. I just... I like I like the look of it. My guy looks kind of cooler. Uh, did you get all the special legendary versions of the armor, or did you kill everyone before you could get it? I haven't killed anybody. Everybody's happy. You didn't kill all the Brotherhood followers? The Brothers of the Atom? Nope, they're all alive. What about, I... what about Tectus? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so in the mission... There was some mistakes, man. <laughs> so in the mission, you have you have the choice of like to kill all the Brotherhood of Atom. Brotherhood of Atom? Well, the Brothers of the Atom. Brothers of the Atom. You can kill all or of children them. children of the children Atom. Children of the Atom, yeah. You can kill all of them, or like... You could take out their supreme leader. And replace him with a synth. And replace him with a synth. I couldn't do that because I made them, I made uh, him answer for his crimes. First time I walked in, (laughs) first time I walked in, killed every single person in the whole fucking boat. Oh, you didn't save after that? No. And then then I reloaded it and I went through it. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Took, so I, I killed their supreme leader, took his helmet, put it on. Walked out. I was like, "Nope, he's good." I'm just wearing his helmet, <laughs> and I just I laughed to myself so hard because nobody was like, "Hey, why are you wearing that helmet?" And like 20 minutes later, a new supreme leader shows up, not wearing the same helmet. 
It's like, where did he get that helmet? I wonder. I ha- I had fun. I, that's something that, like I say, we play differently. You do a lot more hand to hand than I do. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to be from a distance. <laughs> I, I like to like get a big fucking sledgehammer and smash people. And that's that's what I enjoy about this game is that your special stats affect the game. Like if you, oh. if you want to be through this just political diplomat thing, like if you have high charisma, you can get a whole lot of other options. Oh yeah. So I always max out my charisma. <laughs> and like everybody believes everything you say when you have high charisma, which is really good. Uh, the other <laughs> the other thing that I did, uh, I got the nineteen seventy six World Series bat, and it has a perk on it where if you hit somebody. Like, if you do, like, a strong swing at them, they fly across the map. Love it. So much. Unless they have something that you need on their corpse, and then you're a little SOL as their body flies across the map. I did that so many times. I was like, fuck. (laughs) And, like, the best part is if you explode them, you'll find, like, a little piece somewhere, and you're like, yes, I don't have to find the whole thing. That, that is an annoying part. Like, this this game does have its glitches and issues. Oh, it's for sure. Like, like I, I, I've shot someone with a handgun before, just your basic 10 mil, and he, like, jumped up into the air, and then he, like, teleported <laughs> into the sky. And he had, he had something I needed on him, and I'm just like, well, I guess I'm reloading. <laughs> I had a guy fly away on me. It was so crazy. I, I can't remember. Flying death claws. I had death claws in the sky fighting each other. Oh, they're like running toward each other, punching each other. They're like several hundred feet in the air. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I can't. It was in the Far Harbor expansion. I, I think it was Goodfellow or whatever his Long, name. Oddfellow. Yeah. And I walked up to him and I started the conversation. And all of a sudden he like put his <laughs> arms out. And like he slowly started going up in the sky and like moving to the left. And like chasing after him like, come on, let me get through this cutscene. And then he was gone. And I was like, oh, fuck. How do I do this now? Reloaded. Reloaded. He did the same thing three times before I could get through the cutscenes fast enough. Play, playing through three, I've had a lot of glitches again through two. Three so, got lots. And I know I, I lucked out for, I haven't finished all of New Vegas. Yeah. But I just like, there's moments in the game just like, oh, oh, oh. oh don't do it. And it's like, it goes back and I'm like, oof. <laughs> yeah. It, the game has major glitches, but you're not going to get a game like this no. for a bit. And like they've said that they're not working on one right now. Well, they didn't. They they're working on two games that aren't aren't Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Six, right? Yes. It so well. We'll keep going first. Uh, <laughs> I we'll played, talk about that in the yeah, end part. Yeah, I played through that expansion. I loved Far Harbor. I thought it was a great idea. I liked the like new a- new areas, yeah, new cast, new and it's huge. And the fact that your faction choices can affect what happens on the game. Like if you really yeah. want to, you can have brotherhood of steel, Come in air birds, kill out. everybody <laughs> except for like the settlers on far Harbor. They're like, Hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm up for you guys. <laughs> brotherhood of guys, T61 power, dropping out, just killing everybody. And, and the brotherhood of assassin just stand there having a smoke saying, ah, I hate life and everything. And I that. love grapes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing I hate more than these dirty synths and dirty children of the atom is life is itself. Your couch. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on. Uh, the next one I... Well, so the very first DLC I beat was... Automaton. Automaton. 
I can't believe you killed the mechanist. So I ended up killing the mechanist as my brotherhood person because like <laughs> she uh she took something I said the wrong way and she just like flipped out and I was like, all right, double shot assassin time. So yeah, I'm talking to Bob and I was like, yeah, you know, I played that DLC. And I killed that little bastard and he's like, what? He's like, why? Why did you do that? He's like, it's so hard to do that. Well, it's if you follow the tree, like when when I was the Brotherhood assassin character. She did not take things like when I was when I'm general of the Minutemen and everybody's all happy. She took things a little better than when I was just a Brotherhood assassin. Brotherhood assassin, she did not respond to me no. well at all. She's like, "I'm gonna kill you." And my brother's assassin's like, "Could you not? <laughs> could, could you maybe not do that?" I I didn't even really do that. It got to a point and it's like, I think I was like half paying attention. I was just like, "Oh, I can kill her." Sweet, clicked it, and I was like, "Bang, dead." Took her fucking helmet. I uh. <laughs> When I was Brotherhood Assassin, I made the mention of something about you should turn yourself in for justice, I think. Maybe that's what and I she, said, And uh, she didn't like that. She just, like, fucking... She, like, flipped out. She's like, I've killed lots of people, but that's okay. I don't want to do this. And my Brother Assassin's like, boom. <laughs> boom. Headshot. <laughs> He's like, what? And, and, just and, wait a second. Ada was like, mm, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a trap. <laughs> and Ada, ironically, was also a super sentinel at that point. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, those were the two big expansions. And then Nuka-Cola, Nuka-Cola, not through. You could that, you know when you fight uh, Ahab, the super yeah. raider sentinel? Yeah. My brotherhood assassin one-shotted him. <laughs> like, I, like uh, one second. I, no, 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 I wasn't using that one. Up. I took, uh, I have the double fat boy launcher that you get from diamond oh, city yeah, and yeah. I, I put like the emp mod so it shoots like all the fat men so i just jumped up in the air and i shot two fat men that like divided into like super all these fat men oh and that's awesome yeah it was, he, he was dead and like bang <laughs> that's so assassin up yours so i'm gonna give fallout a four and a half i give it a 4.75 and i'll explain why it is the best non-Japanese RPG I have ever played that I've got the most enjoyment out of. Did you like Skyrim at all? I like Skyrim, but I like Fallout more than Skyrim. Mostly just because like, I play Elder Scrolls online, okay. and it pisses me off. And it's a giant pile of shit. It pisses me I've off. Heard. <laughs> I've heard but, that from a but lot that, of that's people. Just, it's, it's not a bad game. It just pisses me off because I guess I was probably just looking for Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not Skyrim at all. <laughs> well, with any online game that I play, I'm mostly looking to play with my friends. Yeah. And I have no friends that play this game. And I'm not buying it. <laughs> and nobody plays with me on... Oh, my, I'm dropping a big D. Nobody plays Destiny 2 either. So I am the leader of a clan with only one active member who is the leader. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob. I'll try and hop on destiny i just don't make promises you're not gonna keep <laughs> we'll see i might try i might try and hop on that doesn't mean i'm going to hop on we're gonna like be like yay this is fun i said i will try to play i will try to think about maybe coming on once <laughs> this year okay there is that a okay? I'll, I'll go to the login loading screen i'll look at my characters and then i'll play something else. <laughs> i'll be like yeah no <laughs> it's it's 
I don't know. Supposedly, from what I hear, I, I can't imagine how our Fallout episode turned into talking about Destiny for five minutes. Happens. But that, that's okay. Supposedly, they're going to improve it. They're going to talk about getting rid of the single shader thing and other nonsense and everything they've done to piss I, everybody I off. I have heard. I've all, um, some of the other podcasts I listened to also were mentioning that about how they're trying to do away with a bunch of the shit that has made people leave the game. So I'm hoping that I am hoping that at some point. 343 Injuries Industries releases Halo 6 so I can play through the campaign a couple times and never play multiplayer and, on it ever. And hate that game too. <laughs> <laughs> but so. since we were talking about online multiplayer games, I think that's why Fallout 4 gets its higher score for me because it like I say it's like Skyrim. It is meant to be a single player game, single player experience and it's built to that. And they don't make a lot of games like this anymore. It's an open the closest thing I can think of by a rival studio that isn't Bethesda or Beth Bethesda. Bethesda. But the closest thing I can think of is Red Dead. Yeah, and we're we're both super excited about Red Dead. Uh, like the open worlds gaming experience for single player is if it's done well, it's amazing. So there's to go on with that, there's another game coming out soon called kingdom come deliverance and it is a medieval sandbox rpg with like you're you're not you don't gain like levels or anything like your health is your health part and that's all you have there's no magic it's like a very like accurate no magic of it you get a bow and shit you like you don't get crosshairs you get days vault <laughs> what we're going to jerusalem or what <laughs> I don't know, but you fight... Are we going to crusade? <laughs> yes, there is crusading. So, I don't know. True crusading? Or are we getting like... What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I, I gotta, I've been watching Are you going to end up in Dante's Inferno? What is happening? What are you telling me? I, it looks kind of neat. I want to check it out. You have to like... They got like mini games to sharpen your blades and stuff. It looks neat. And I thought, I thought about you when I saw it because it's a single player experience that is made for that so you're saying yolo solo cholo nolo yeah pretty much <laughs> so that that game i'm looking forward to i've uh i think i might buy it well we'll see we'll see how things go yeah exactly i'll see i'm gonna but yes yeah, so this why the reasons you just explained about how i choose games is why i give fallout a near perfect score because even with all its faults it is a wonderful game and i will say the same for three and new vegas and to a lesser extent, one and two, because they are more classic RPGs. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. classic RPGs, I can only play so much before, like they're a lot more complex. And it's like you go to like I've watched playthroughs. Yeah. Of Fallout One and Two, when it comes to like lock picking, like I am watching this stuff, and people are saying they dumbed down four. Well, they dumbed down three in New Vegas for one and two. So okay, yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, there's a this game got a lot of hate too. Like at, at the start, it was not perfect by no means. I have another settlement that needs help. <laughs> Radiance, Radiance. I need another settlement. Right. Out of your gravy, gravy. <laughs> God damn it! Go make me some mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we should probably talk about three and New Vegas really quick. Okay, I'll let you start with that because I haven't played New Vegas. We'll start and, off with three then. And I've only like very 
like little touched on three. All you need to know about three is that your dad has a very specific set of skills. <laughs> so your dad's Liam Neeson. Yes. <laughs> uh, I heard that. So as soon as you get out, you, the vault part you have to do kind of. Yeah, I. I follow, right off the start. Fallout three. You know me. I prefer long range combat in yeah. Fallout games because of my special test and my standardized vault test. Everything gave me. I have very high melee stats at the start of the game yeah. and very limited ammo. So I <laughs> smashed a lot of people with a baseball bat. I straight up murdered the overseer because like because of how things went on my escape in the vault, I ended up like murdering everybody in my way. <laughs> you get in my way, you don't like the I will suck a bitch in the face. <laughs> yeah, I uh he went to grab a gun and I was like, oh no. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> Uh, I heard you, so after you get out of the vault, I heard you can beat that game in like 45 minutes if you just go and find your dad. Because that's like the main thing of it all, right? Yeah, well, in all fairness, you could beat Fallout 4 really quickly too. It depends how you want to play the game. Like, on my playthrough, since everything's been released, it's like Game of the Year version. Yeah. Now for Fallout 3, first thing I did, I found the Outcast and went to the simulation of Anchorage so I could get through and go through and get my power armor. Because okay. you need power armor training to use power armor. Oh, okay. I because that, that's, that's the thing about Fallout 4 is you play a soldier who is at Anchorage, so you know how to use power armor. Oh, okay. That like that's yeah. that's why you were allowed into the vault because you were a serviceman, right? Yeah. You were fighting at Anchorage. That makes a lot more sense. That's now. why you can just get into power armor. You're like, yeah, this ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> Wee doggy. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now that you've explained that to me because I was like, like all the other games, like you need power armor training to use power yeah. armor. But he's like, I just, as far as he's concerned, he got released from duty, came home like two days later. Bombs started dropping. He went to the vault. He was frozen all that time. His memory of using power armor is very fresh. Yeah, exactly. He's like, hey. He's down to you. Mine was pink with rainbows on it. but uh... They called me the pink rainbow warrior of Alaska. The Chinese were running scared when they saw my glow coming across the battlefield. It is the pink ranger. They're dun, like, oh dun, no. Dun, dun, dun. Here comes Twilight Sparkle. You got a rainbow flag yeah. standard coming off your back. <laughs> Pink purple minigun just shooting lasers at people like <laughs> George Michael playing from a boombox on that's taped to the side of you. <laughs> so like I, I I as far as characters, I do enjoy the Soul Survivor just because like I say he yeah. There's something for characters about me that I he was before any of this all happened. So I enjoy that he is a soldier. Like that's when you go through like uh, on the boat, the yep. captain he recognizes you as from like ID re- recognition that you were a former serviceman. That's, That's why cool. he lets you onto the boat, yeah, because he recognizes you from being in the army. That's so neat. Like I love when <laughs> games do that kind of stuff. Like they make it like it's immersive. Yeah, very immersive. Okay, New Vegas. Well, well, you should get through three. Okay, like, well, let's just get through finish three. Quick. So Liam Neeson is your dad. You end up in the Capital Wastelands. There's references to... It's like, Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's because there's 13... We're going to get into the backstory and the differences. This is going to be a very long podcast. It's <laughs> absurd, but uh, this is the DC Wasteland. So basically the plot of this game is Brotherhood is here. Brotherhood Outcast is here. The Brotherhood has... Uh, they're led by Lions now. Okay. Lions Pride, Lion. Yeah, Lions. Traditionally, yeah. they're led by the Maxons. 
but like there's the split between the East Coast and the West Coast Brotherhood and the outcast. That's right. Hank Scorpio has taken over the East Coast. Hank Scorpio is like, I he saw the nuclear war coming and he he was prepared. Yep. Homer owns the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys now. But uh, yeah, so. This starts out after the events of 1 and 2. Like, the games are chronological in order. Yeah. Even though your protagonist was before anything happened. Yeah. The games still happen after the first three. Okay. But, uh, so, the events of the first two games have happened. And, uh, there's Dr. Madison Lee, another character from Fallout 4. Yep. Your father. And everybody else, they're trying to work on Project Purity. Is he Purity. your son, though? Hmm? with your father joke so they're working on project purity because what they want for the wasteland at least the capital wasteland they're concerned about drinking water they want oh yeah yeah i remember they want drinking water for everyone so uh project purity so main character's mother has a favorite bible quote which is is, your also daughter (laughs) (sighs) sorry anyhow is a bible quote about the flowing of water freely. I can't yeah. remember the exact quote. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. No. So, uh, main point is, they want to work on Project Purity to give drinkable water for everyone, everyone yeah. in the so free drinkable water for everyone in the DC wastelands. Yeah. The Enclave, who claim to be the legitimate successors to the U.S. government, want to use because oh yeah the FEV that. virus is present in a lot of post-war people who aren't yeah. mutated. It's there in trace amounts. VV is present in a lot of top yeah. wastelanders. The only people that don't have it are people who have lived in vaults or the Enclave don't or have like the, the Institute, people like yeah. that. They have mild mutations, but like that's why they needed Sean in Fallout 4, because he had unmutated pre-war DNA. They were going to milk him. (laughs) Yes. So that's how they made the sense is they hooked him up to a milking machine. (laughs) Milk of humankind. So as you can tell from the movie and everything else, Fallout is just a giant perverted universe. It really is. The only thing that they want is sperm everywhere. So, um... Fall into the semen, baby. So It'll be a mess. Like I said, Fallout 3, the whole thing is to stop the enclave from using the effie virus and modified project purity to kill all the infected people in the wasteland and yeah and trying to find cleansing finding (laughs) your father yeah and then you find out your father wants to do project purity he ends up getting killed and and then you have to get your sweet revenge on the enclave and purify all the water yeah that that, there's more to the games and more to the add-on DLC, but the basic plot points are you get dad. kicked out of the vault because of your dad, you find yeah. your dad, your dad gets killed, you get revenge, and... You win! <laughs> they level cap... It's a, it's a different setup. It still uses the special system, but okay. it's it's different. And Just... We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about New Vegas, then we'll talk about like game-building elements and everything else. Okay. So, so, so New Vegas, you don't play a vault dweller in any way, shape, or form. Oh, really? You play a courier who gets shot in the head and left for dead. <laughs> so you're retarded. I mean, <laughs> special. <laughs> so, uh... Are I you say, Anne Frank special? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. Anyways, carry on. So, uh... In that game, basically, you have to... It's another thing where there's a three-way power struggle between the New California Republic, Caesar's Legions, and the Strip. Oh, okay. And basically, you're a courier. You wander around, and the whole thing revolves around a platinum chip and the mysteries behind it. 
Okay, and it's all bait take place in vegas and like i say it's a it's a different game different style i've only experienced a little bit of it i never got through the, like the whole game yeah and i've heard that that it's like because it was somebody's mod that they made was it not it's built on fallout 3's engine but it's its own game but yeah. I, when it comes to development yeah yeah it was just a mod for it it's a mod with new maps it's it's it's, it's like the dlc's kind of but more full-fledged on its own thing yeah yeah, which I thought was really cool. Like, I get the guy that made it must have like really loved the game. Oh well, yeah, it was the Desia Bethesda. Bethesda. <laughs> but no, I don't think it was straight up Bethesda. I believe somebody made it, and then Bethesda wanted to contract them to actually put out a full fledged DLC. Was what it was. So I guess maybe because like if they hired Chicken them, egg. <laughs> yeah, right. So how would you rate it from your little experience with it? Well, it's dated, but I'd still give it a solid fours. Yeah, same with three. Three, I like three. Like just even though they dumbed it down and changed the system, the gameplay elements in four are, of course, more advanced. Yeah, like when you're going in dialogues with people, there's actually dialogue back and forth. It's not just you having yeah lines and them responding to your lines. Okay, well that makes more sense. And like I said, gameplay, it's more fluid in four, obviously. Yeah, like. I kept hitting the wrong buttons because they have different functions between the games. Yeah, I I was going to say, because I remember playing 3 and that being an issue for me. Like, the button mapping could have been so much better. There's probably options to change it, but oh. it, it was fine for me. It was it was just a minor inconvenience. Yeah. Um, so going on, you also check, you well, you know the continuity behind 1 and 2 also. Yeah, so let's talk about world building and history. Okay, so when this game originally wanted to come out, I play traditional games. Mm-hmm. I know you don't play them as much. No, but I... Have... I, I spend a lot of time on the TG boards. I know people will be like, what's TG boards? But people who are on TG, they'll know. Games. So uh, I don't play anything to do with GURPS, but I am aware of GURPS. And originally, Fallout was supposed to run on the GURPS system, as I understand. It's a gaming system. You know how we have different stats in Dungeons & Dragons? Okay, yeah. It's like it's, it's the framework to that gaming system is GURPS. Okay, gotcha. But because of arguing and falling apart, they weren't allowed to use GURPS in a video game because you know the creators were like, blah, blah, blah. so they came up with special, which is I got gotcha. strength, perception, endurance, charisma, charisma, intelligence, agility, and luck. Okay, yep. No, that makes more sense. So all the games run on different versions of the special. Yeah. Special are your stats and they affect how the game functions. Yeah. And one and two, I know you can pick your stats a little bit coming out of the vault, but I haven't played them. Most of my playthroughs I've watched are already out of the vault character okay. creation. I know there's a couple preset characters you can cho- choose. Okay. Well, that yeah. So it's like your, your regular D&D. You have your presets or you can just build but scratch but like we have learned building your own character in D takes a long time but it's totally worth it it is totally worth my it. my name's chuck mckenzie chuck mckenzie <laughs> yes that was bob's D guy best bard ever ever he had a he had a flute that could hit the brown note and make everybody it wasn't shit. a fruit it was a ukulele a, ukulele. a cursed ukulele yeah, they can make people shit themselves <laughs> including the guy playing it I love precipitation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. And having costumes. But that's enough uh, history about the setting for that. Now, 
The universe of Fallout is set in the alternate history to ours. Where... There's a couple of key differences that change. Yeah. One, we did not micronize people. We did not come up with things for transistors and circuit boards. The high priority was nuclear energy. Yes. We wanted nuclear energy and everything else. And then because of that, resources, since we didn't miniaturize any of our technology... And everything was horribly ineffective. We ran out of resources and material, which started yep. wars over oil. Oil shortages were the reason for the war in Alaska at Anchorage and the United States annexing Mexico and Canada. Yeah. So So everybody in the world is hating each other. We're fighting wars over oil shortages. Wait a minute. That sounds super <laughs> familiar. And uh, then nobody knows who, but the bombs were launched. But the previous conflict was all about oil. And then bombs were launched. <laughs> I gotcha. So, like I say, in this universe, because of tensions and whatnot, Canada got annexed by the United States. So did Mexico. Okay. And the state system broke down a little bit. It changed to 13 commonwealths instead of 50 states. Like, states okay. all came together. That's yeah. why the Commonwealth of Massachusetts is huge. And Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Then after this, you know, eventually during the events of Fallout 1, the NCR is created. Then the NCR, Brotherhood, and all these other factions basically start to recolonize. Yeah. Yeah, and start. (laughs) And power grab and struggle. And basically that's post-human history is all the major factions vying and then just raiders everywhere else. Okay. So here's a question for you. If you had to come up with another Fallout game, where would you place it? People I know from discussions about this, they want to see different places. I know where you would want it, but... <laughs> I would love to see, not not even a Vancouver one, but just a Canada one. I would love to see a Canadian well, one. Well, that, that would be interesting anywhere in Canada. Because, like but, uh, People said, want to see, like, what happened to China. Or China. Or you could use the Soviet Union. Exactly. Germany, Russia. There's curiosity, because, like, that whole Yangtze section yeah. of Fallout 4... They're like, what happened to China? He's like, I'd like to go back. I don't know what it's like there anymore. Right? I'm yeah. a ghoul. What happened to my family? Yeah. <laughs> it's been so, 200 years. So that would be an interesting to, part to see too. But as we discussed, if we were going to have one in that area, like Operation Anchorage happens in Alaska, but it's not like that DLC not isn't, huge. it's not like that was before the events of Nuka World and oh, okay. Far Harbor. So it's far more limited in space and scope. Yeah. But if you had to pick a place, it would be China or Japan? I think Japan would be fun just because it would be an American RPG set in Japan. Which, 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 would, would, which be, would be subverting expectations. Yeah, it would be like a reverse. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, did you just divide by zero? Yeah. Well, I would love to see just I would love to see China, Japan, Orient area anywhere yeah. there just to see what happened. Yeah. Asian because or culture. like I say, I'd like to see what happened in Canada with the annexation because there's a couple of lines in Fallout 3 and hints and other things that yeah. there are still settlements in Canada. Same situation going on. Different bands, different power struggles. But it'd be interesting to see. That's the way it'd you can like, go in gameplay. <laughs> you get like that Toronto Maple Leafs faction. <laughs> <laughs> like that, they still suck. <laughs> and that's the thing is like Fallout 1 and 2 were happening over like NCR, California. Yeah. Fallout 3 happened in the Capital Wastelands. Which is DC. Yeah, Fallout 4 is Boston. And Fallout New Vegas is... Vegas. No Mojave Desert slash... So it's really close to the NCR. Yeah. So you could throw one really... There's a lot of places. It's just... It'd be interesting, like you say, to see... Florida? 
Exactly. Would be a good like Florida, New Mexico, Texas, Anywhere, South America. Texas would be a really good one. <laughs> yeah, it's still pretty close, you know, NCR area, yeah. New Vegas. But yeah, no, all good areas. But yeah, I think I, would... I know people are people want more Fallout games. Why? How could they not for? And they like people whine about four, but they still still love playing it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there's such replayability to it. Like, you can go through this game 50 times and not have a single playthrough the same. So I like that aspect of it, too. Now, like I say, this this whole war happened because of oil shortages, right? <laughs> yes. What other movie I heard went, that was fake news. Whatever happened in another fictional universe with a guy who was really mad? Wasn't that about oil shortages? Uh, I believe his name was Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> Elder Maxson. He wasn't so old when he was in Fallout 3, no, right? No, no, he wasn't. Yeah, Mad Max. Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome, The Road Warrior. The Road Warrior, yeah. Like, like... The Road... So, I... I forgot that The Road Warrior kind of sucked. Or is it... No, what's the very first one? Mad Max. Just Mad Max. Yeah, that one kind of sucked. What do you got against Goose? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I like all of those movies. I thought it was a totally different thing, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh. This is not what I remembered it to be. And I, I just like Thunderdome was my jam. That was the first like Thunderdome was your oh now I now I know why you have plebe taste. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm Master Blaster. Master Blaster, welcome to Junk Day. <laughs> so, anyways, so I like you say Fallout borrows from lots of things, but that doesn't make it bad. That makes it interesting. No, that's right. Uh, that's like D and D. Like if you not the fifties aesthetic, the fifties future aesthetic to Fallout, I quite enjoy. That is the my favorite aspect of the game. Yeah. The and dark it, future of the past. Yeah, the dark... That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and, like, D&D... Like, that's what you do. You take from all these different universes and, like... Fun and you molest them. Things that you love. <laughs> yeah, and you molest them into what you wanted. Well, there's a reason we only went through one campaign with Scotty. It was all the molesting. <laughs> so much molesting. It's like, if it happens to your characters, it happens to you! <laughs> It's the V Fallout <laughs> VR is just me going, Bill, I gotcha. <laughs> Richard Simmons is the bad guy again. Like, ha You have been, if we ever get anywhere to the point where we can produce or have things happen, uh, you're just gonna be like conscious it's Richard Simmons. <laughs> he is the perfect bad guy for every game movie <laughs> or TV show. He is. He, he would just come out and he'd I'm be gonna like, lightly kick you. <laughs> uh, Wait, power boots activate. <laughs> Glitter and shine. Uh, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so it, as a whole, we do appreciate the Fallout universe. Yeah, and like we took our time and we did our research and we loved it. But considering it's me and you, our research was pretty, you know, slack. <laughs> but we did it. We did That's spend right. time. We did. Like I played probably forty hours, maybe a little and bit I more. I played over nine thousand hours. Over, he turned into a super sand. His hair saying. is now blue. <laughs> yeah, those are unrelated but true. <laughs> yes, he. Yeah. All right, I think we've got to the point of the episode where we've bored everyone. So let's do Probably. our final announcements and shutouts, or shutouts or shnantouts. Shnantouts. All right, Scotty, you're up first. So you can find me over at the small streamer community. Uh, I stream on Twitch. Under ink guy, I N K three D guy. 
because the other fucker used the E. <laughs> um, you, you say you use ink guy because you got a lot of tats? <laughs> I have a few. <laughs> Um, I also wanted to give a, a little bit of a shout out to a couple of my favorite streamers, uh, Jomo Senpai, who is amazing. He's Are you trying wicked. to say that you noticed him, Senpai? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I noticed him, <laughs> Senpai. He's great. He listens. To Notice story. me, Senpai. Notice me. He he listens. He likes weebs. Weebs. Uh, and Jack the Grin. Jack the Grin's a really good streamer too. He's a very variety streamer. So yeah, I wanted to shout those guys out. You can find us on Twitter at. BNS Awesome Pod. And Bob, you said you had some shout outs. I did, but what's our email? And have we gotten any emails? No, we still haven't gotten many emails. Uh, many? We, we, got, we, got, we got an email? Any. Haven't gotten any. <laughs> like, not even like ads? We've, like, we've gotten like, buy ads. Viagra? We, yeah, oh yeah, we've gotten those. Like, the email works. I know that. So, hey, if you write in with a good question, I will send you an Xbox One game. And if you're writing with a really good question, I'll send you an Xbox One. See? Making making gains right there. Like, that's pretty fucking good incentive to write a message. Very easily done. <laughs> like, just ask a question. Like, are, are what's wrong with you guys? That's not a great question, but it is a question. You might get a game. The pills aren't working. <laughs> anyway. But... As for my shout-outs and announcements, I would like to have a shout-out to the Green Hills Mine Rescue Team, the Western Regional Champions of last year. I would like to give a shout-out to both competing and non-competing members. Any members who listen to this podcast, thank you very much, and thank you for doing an excellent job. That's a great shout-out. So, <laughs> to finish this off... And that refills my requirements of my announcement. <laughs> 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 no wow. but but really if you guys listen to this thanks for listening and like i said you guys do an awesome job and uh we can't thank you enough this is bob you can't find me online this is scott you can find me online and thank you for listening to a boy and his dong a boy and his dong <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have mentioned something fall in the title but i'm sure it's fine thank you for listening <laughs>